Welcome in to the Vinyl Community Podcast. Welcome back in. This is Surface Noise, our bi-weekly live stream that we do talking about everything and anything in the hobby of record collecting. This is Concert Buddy. I'm joined by some familiar faces and it spins. You're almost a familiar face. You've done this a couple that? times now. Hold on. Jose's already reaching. No, I was, I was <laughs> He's already back. within the arm's reach. <laughs> it's a nervous no, thing. It's a condition. It's a condition we talked about. I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, right. so Surface Noise, we are going to tackle the Record Store Day list. But hold on. we got to do our introductions because we try to be a somewhat organized production. So we're going to start with the man to my immediate vicinity, Monterey's finest. Hopefully you didn't freeze there. He is. Oh, you froze in your own mind. Jose Moreno, Hello. Ron, good evening, sir. Hey, uh, thank, thanks for having me. Hey, always, always a pleasure. And then to his immediate vicinity, the Empire State, King of Kings, Arnaldo, the channel is Fidelios underscore frequency. Arnaldo, what's Hello, going good on? E- good evening, Chance. Good evening, panel. Good evening, audience. Oh man, the pleasantries so, are the last. <laughs> I just, I just want to say we got some. What did you say at the beginning? We got some fresh news. Like, are you saying we talk about always the same stuff? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying we got. I mean, literally outside of what's what's it been about seven hours? It's. I mean, I think this is pretty fresh news. We don't. Yes. We don't. I, I took that as this isn't going to be the usual garbage you get on here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be those day old donuts you get for half price. No, that's accurate take. Accurate take. And then at the bottom, if you're watching this live or you're watching on the replay, because some people watch this on the replay, which I think is awesome. We've got the Jason and Jason connection. We'll start with our familiar Jason. That's Jason Rojas. Self-anointed, most hated man in the VC, Jason Ross. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you, Chance? Thanks for uh, you know putting me on here. Always listen. This is a safe space. This is a safe space. And then it's been on here a couple times, so I can't say you're new to the panel. But this is the one, the only spins vinyl, Jason Elwood. Jason, what's going on? Hey, thanks for having me back, Chance. I appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for watching. To, well, Jason and I are doing it home and away because I think you're doing a live stream next week, right? So we're kind of doing a yeah. what I call it, quid quid pro quo or some kind of nonsense like that. Yep, that's the nonsense. That's it. <laughs> Delight. All right. Well, well, hang on. We've already listen. We've already got some United Nations level stuff going on here. We got William the Flipper is throwing out the olive branch. Jason, are you ready for the olive branch? Because we've got we've got a couple messages. Hang on, we've got. Hello, everyone. Apologies to Jason for my shameful behavior. Really sorry about that. Look at that. Wow. Thanks, William. You know, like I, how do I say this? You know, like taking, you know, responsibility, you know, that's a big step, you know. I'm pretty sure now I'm going to say something controversial. Oh, no. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. I'm pretty sure the morning show can't do that. So, (laughs) you know. Take responsibility for your actions and apologize when hang on. there. I, hang yeah. on. I got it. Hang on. We got, I don't know what's going on. Let's see. Is there a fake pumping vinyl? The fake pumping vinyl. So we got pumping vinyl saying the fake pumping vinyl is typing that shit. I don't know who to believe anymore. <laughs> meta, meta shit. This, oh. this is some meta. This is like Deadpool <laughs> three kind of fourth wall. I don't know who to believe. I mean, I, I made Jeez. one. Hang on a second. 
I don't. I made one a moderator, and then one's not. What's it say? Oh boy, oh. I don't know what's going on. You're already off the bat. This is like less than like ten minutes. You already got. We're not even in. We're not even into the full on program. I'm gonna make them both moderators, and they can duke it out in the comments section. Some some <laughs> early show controversy already. I know. Wow. What is this? Wow. This is not the morning well, show. Let's let's come on. Yeah. <laughs> late night with chance. Listen, right. when the sun goes down, uh, sun's out, guns out, fun's out. Well, let's let's stick to the topic at hand, and we'll let those guys kind of arm wrestle in the comments. But let's see, yeah, let's see, Jay. What is reality? Great question. Um, I'm still figuring that out myself. Want to shout out my man Jason Arsenal is here. Jason is he's working hard on the. I think you're on the Wednesday live stream uh, now that it's been handed off. I think we'll never see Northern Revolution drop again because now he has inherited Glenn Calloway's live stream like a like a bad suit. So I think he is now running that on Wednesdays. You should check it out on Rob's channel. Travis Foley, who just ran a terrific record show, Southern Illinois record show, Metro East record show. Tremendous, tremendous outing. I want to shout him out. But anyway... Let's get to the task at hand. <laughs> let's cook. I think as, as the kids say, let's cook. And let's talk about it. Record store day list drop today. And we kind of knew this was going to happen. I think on the last show, we kind of even knew that this was probably going to happen. So it wasn't planned this way, but it kind of was planned this way. So list comes out. I looked it over. I even did a video because that, that's what you're supposed to do apparently on YouTube is do a video. Wasn't real hot. Wasn't real cold. It was just something. So, Arnold, I'm going to start with you because you actually printed out a copy of the list. You came prepared. Yeah, mine's not in order, though. They revised it, and mine's not in order. Well, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it delicate. I'm going to turn down the lights a little bit. I want to hear what you guys your, – your first impressions and talk about – what were the titles that stuck out to you in a good way? <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. The things that stuck out to you in a bad way and any other takes, like for example, how many picture discs are they going to make every single record store day? Or here's another one. How many times are they going to reproduce the same content? IE the dazed and confused soundtrack that if you don't have one by now, I don't know what you're waiting for because they keep making them. So Arnaldo, kick it off. What, what, let's start with a positive note. What are some things that really stuck out to you in a positive way? Well, something that was announced actually ahead of time, I think, is one of the few artists. Because they're all supposed to announce it either the day that Record Store Day uh, publishes their list. But David Bowie's camp jumped the gun, I think it was a few weeks ago. Uh -huh. um, yes. Uh, I'm trying to read the – I'm trying to find it because, again, it's not in order – the name, it's basically a, re, a different um, running order of Ziggy Stardust. Oh, so um, they just rearranged the yeah, construction. With, with different, different mixes. Um, and I believe there's songs that were intended to be on there. You got to see the, um, I don't have it in front of me, the actual track listing, but I'm a big David Bowie fan, so I'm happy that's coming out. And I don't know how many times Culture Factory has to milk the poor Eric Carr. Um, we have something else that's coming out that's called Unfinished Business. So, first of all, can we have a moment of silence for the estate of Eric Carr, perhaps the hardest working or most milked of the last three record store day opportunities? 
because you started with the the Eric Carr release and the in the Kiss, uh, you know, the album, solo and album, yeah, right, the solo album. Then they did the the picture disc because you know everyone was begging. I think they are they are writing letters to their representatives in the Congress for that Eric Carr picture disc. And then they followed it up like we were talking about another unfinished business. I didn't know there was unfinished business. Arnaldo, did you know there was unfinished they, business? Well, they were already demos. So what, what more are you adding? So well, most of them were ideas. Most These of them ideas. 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 <laughs> Just straight up. Um, then some. someone mentioned, and I totally missed it because it was not in order. Um, and I have to look into this. Parliament is getting, um, is it the first album? One of the someone else may advise because I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, um, it's, not album, it's the first yeah. album, right? Yeah, osmosis. That one's hard to get. So, right. so that sounds like a win, right? That's definitely a win. But I saw a lot of live stuff that Yes. Okay, how much how much I think the barrel at this point has a huge hole at the bottom. That's how much they've been scraping it. <laughs> So that's my first impression. I need to dig in better um, into it. All right. Well, Jose, I see you just rocking. You're pacing. You're pacing like a bullfighter. What uh, What are those first impressions? Was there anything that stuck out to you that you're really excited about, or thing it's that you just you did the yes. face palm of doom? Tell us about it. All right. So, I, like I always say, if there's like three titles that I like, that's more than enough. Like, I don't actually need, like, a thousand different type of versions, which is, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. So there are three that I'm really excited about, but there are a lot that I think. So uh, let me give you the honorable mention, right, if, if that's a thing. The first is a Fleet Foxes live record. Then, you know, I, I'm 28, so sometimes I get, like, indie, folky music still, like, resonates with me so that's a monster that i would probably not buy that same day but uh you know like keep it in mind the other one is this they they announced that they're doing uh the soundtrack for lost in translation again they're doing it again jose this is exactly but, what i was talking about but they, it's gonna be have another record which they've never released on cd or anything so it's like all the other songs from the movie that had never been properly released so at least that's really interesting because the first iteration of of the lost in translation one goes for like 250 dollars or 300 dollars so that would be like the incomplete one and now this one which has like the full soundtrack you know but the absolute uh best one jose is eating eating what they're cooking at record store day headquarters (laughs) so he's got a kool-aid mustache yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're doing this record right here, which is uh, Captain Beefheart, Spotlight Kid, which yeah. I'm e- extremely happy because, uh, oh, this is a horrible compilation cover. That's a hell of a mustache on that man, though. I'm all yeah, for that. Yeah. And, look, and look at that mullet. I mean, sign me it's up. I'm Can you see that? It's, that's the, this is the worst looking cover you've ever seen in your life. But uh, this actually sounds pretty good. Um, but they've been doing Captain Beefheart, and I'm really yeah, the uh, Dwight Yoakam. Uh, I think that they're they've been knocking it out of the park with the re- reissues, they all sound really good, like better than the original, I would say. 
and I'm pretty happy about it. Something that I'm extremely happy that's going to get released is that they're going to release the demos for this beauty right here. The Rocky Horror yeah. Picture Show. I've seen that. I've seen it several times. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're going to release like the actual demos, the original Richard O'Brien demos. I think have never been released at all, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm uh, uh, as a Rocky Horror Picture Show fan, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. But the absolute grail for me is that um, I've been having this gray market copy for a little while. I actually played it today. I like how it sounds and everything, but uh, Jackpot Records are doing... Yes, uh, Gandalf. Gandalf. Gandalf, yes, sir. Yes. So I'm extremely happy. It's going to be cut by Kevin Ass Man, and uh, it's going to be pretty good. It's going to be bassy. You know, that bass is going to be pumped, you know? <laughs> Hang on a second. The basement, the basement is cutting it. No, that's not the case. Yeah, Come the on. Yeah, it's Kevin Gray. It's Kevin God, Gray. Is it for real? I must have missed that. There was there was so much copy in that uh, listing that I clearly missed it. I need to pull that back up. I saw Jackpot, which is out of or, uh, actually spins. That's your backyard. Yeah, Jackpot I, yeah, is a store. Portland, Oregon. Well, well they, they, they released a photo. They released a photo of like the. Um, I, I took a photo of it. it, and it has on the hype sticker. It says it was it's Kevin Kevin Gray. Do you have well, any of their other pressings, uh, Jose Jackpot? Yeah, I have some. I have some. Uh, they, they, there's a record store they released that they did that I think it's the most out there one. It's from a guy named uh, Yandik. So I, I don't know Jandik. Anybody knows him? It's uh, experimental folk music, but uh, they did a box did set. A they just did Bill Evans Undercurrent, I think. But I, I've been a little yeah. iffy maybe on whether to pick them up. But if, if if you think they sound good, maybe I'll give it a chance. No, but but this is an absolute incredible record. Like this is like it's a, it's, it, a, it, it's a psych record you should have, even if you're not in the psych. To be honest with you, it's too. It's more like ballady. It's it's like if the Doors a little. I don't know. I don't know how to just say it. It just it, it's a little the Doors. It's a little. Ballady, maybe a little Beatlesque in some parts, very organ driven. So, so, so real yeah. quick, Jason, Jason just threw up the link. I'm, I was reading it while Jose was talking and speaking yeah. eloquently on this. I'm not seeing the gray man in this. I'm seeing somebody named Peter Sando. It says what? this record store day 2024 release was created alongside oh, look, Peter Sando. Here it is, Jackpot Records, and it says cut by Kevin Gray. Did you get an advanced copy? Where the hell did you get that? It's a photo. It's an Instagram post. Oh, okay. Well, I, I think, Arnaldo, this speaks to what we were talking about before we went live, that the website and the the information is not completely source they of truth, it. if you will. Lemongrass lemon color vinyl edition includes lighter notes, uh, all analog process from the original yes. master tapes, taught by Kevin Baseman Gray. Well, that doesn't say Kevin Baseman Gray. Come on now. <laughs> Jose, there's no, there's, you know, there's a 50% chance that the guitars will be lowered on that record, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, man. Look at that. <laughs> Is it a guitar record? <laughs> it's yeah. a psychedelic record. Yeah, it's definitely okay. a psychedelic record. What was, what was the intent? 
No, it's it's going to be uh, right I call Gandalf the Grey. Basically, he had a cell phone back in Lord of the Rings. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> <laughs> he told me that the guitars should be up front. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the, the first two songs on this record, if you don't like psych music, I would highly uh, uh, put this like on a just listen to it because. But I is it like I, I'm total? I have no idea what that is. It is it like thirteen floor elevators. Kinda, kinda, but slower, more ballad. It's it's like the Crystal Ship was a like the okay. door song was a, was a band, but in the end, if you melt those two songs, and and the and the vocals resemble a little bit like rubber, uh, uh, like Led Zeppelin esque, in some parts. Oh, this like the high pitch screaming thing. No, 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 no. The, like when, when he's talking like, like this, you know. Oh, the sexy Robert Plant. Yeah, the sexy one. <laughs> so that will be. But the like, interestingly enough, I maybe we'll. I'll ask that later on. But for my money, I think the one that's going to be more expensive, it's going to be like, you know, record store day. Every every time some uh, titles jump up in price immediately. Right. Some don't. Right. Right. <clears throat> right. Chance. But so, <laughs> but uh, the two ones that I would put my money on will be the, the Gandalf one. I don't know how many copies they're making, but if they're making like three thousand. But the Rocky Horror Picture Show, it's fifteen hundred for Rocky Horror. So I think that's going to be pretty hard to get. Maybe you know, Jose, you're naming all these, but you've not you have not named the airplane soundtrack. Oh, no, no, Jason, score. It is the score, not the soundtrack. Be very clear because there's a lot of misrepresentation out there that these things are the soundtrack, but it's the score. It's, it is big news. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I, would, I would buy that for a dollar. There's a Tom Verlaine box set as well, you know. There is a Tom Verlaine box set. For, for all the incredibly new uh, television fan, fan heads that's uh, – Sweeping the nation. <laughs> Everybody's down with uh, Tom Berlane now. Who? I mean, who would have known? Uh, all right. Well, Spins, uh, over – speaking of jackpot, actually kind of follow what we were talking about there. That They did the meters. They did some reissue of the meters records, which are pretty good if you're in the, that kind of thing. I know Rojas and Bob Bradley were kind of at the front of that uh, – advertisement or recommendation or this is good still approval and we'll kind of get into that maybe we'll have more time to kind of talk about how that works in the community but um what did you think jason elwood on first glance at the record store day list and is there anything that will make you get up early and sit in well, first cold of all I, I, I don't i don't stand in line in the cold rain and snow for record store day at just any store i stand in line at jackpot records that that's where I went last year. That's where I'll go this year. Um, okay. They got a nice setup. I mean, they get you in, they get you out, and they're, they're very helpful over there. So, Wait, what though? I, okay. I saw some good stuff. You know, I mean, I think last year I picked up like three records. There might be four or five this year that I'm kind of seriously considering. Um, to to Arnaldo's point, there's a ton of live stuff, right? There's two Cannonball Adderley live um, albums coming out. One from '69, one from '72. I mean. I don't know. We'll see. Some of the stuff, and when it comes to that kind of stuff, things that have never been pressed before, I'm kind of leery to drop my forty bucks a pop or fifty or however much it ends up being. You know, so sometimes some of that stuff I'll wait and just kind of see what um, 
you know, there's a, once it jumps on Spotify or something, maybe I'll sample it. Um, Charlie Parker again, this time I got the one last year, which I thought was really nice. Kind of a compilation three disc. I think it was a three disc compilation this year. They're just reissuing, um, one of his early albums for, it's probably going to end up being two or three times more than what you could just grab an original for. So it just happens to be that that one I'll probably pass on. Um, Another Grateful Dead that, you know, I, well, when I see these on the web, I'm sort of like, oh man, I kind of want to get that. But then I get in the store and it's like, am I really going to spend 80 bucks for another four LP live set of the Grateful Dead? So, you know, even though I'm kind of excited about it, I'm probably going to walk out without, without it. Um, Sonny Rollins, uh, 1959 European recordings on four LPs. Problem is we're getting... Um, Village Vanguard three disc set coming out next month, which I'm kind of stoked for. So I think I'm probably going to grab that one. Um, ignore this European tour. Um, I saw Pharaoh Sanders and my heart jumped, skipped a beat, but it's a seven inch of two radio cuts of two what? really good songs. But it's like, who is this for? <laughs> you know, it's like a, a seven inch Pharaoh Sanders, you know, just, I don't know, seems weird. You know, it's cool, I guess, for the completionist, but just, you know, probably not for me. Um, and then last one, I'll say, I'll get into the ones I, I really want to pick up. But so the last one I saw that just kind of has me, you know, we got and more Sun Ra stuff coming out, two more Sun Ra albums. I love Sun Ra, but man, his catalog is expanding faster than Frank Zappa's. It's just like every single piece of material they can get their hands on is getting um, pressed during Record Store Day or any other time. And it's just, there's... It, you know, I love it, but it's like, you know, man, how much of that stuff can I have? Um, it's, it sounds like, Jason, you're saying there may be an oversaturation in the marketplace. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a nice way of saying it. Um, yeah. Stuff I'm curious about. So one is, you know, I do I do want to check out this Art Tatum. It's kind of it's one of his better bands, kind of the end of his career, 1953. Um, that might actually be good. Slam Stewart on bass. For all the Slam Stewart fans in your audience – um, he's going to be on that record. <laughs> so many. Um, Big Bill Evans is getting a reissue. This is AAA Kevin Gray RTI pressing. I am kind of excited about that. I think that's one I'm going to pick up just because I, I don't. I actually don't have a copy of that. Um, Which one is that? Say that again, Jason. So that's the Everybody Digs, Digs Bill Evans. Oh, okay. Um, it was this. It was a second effort as the band leader. So you've got like what Sam Jones is on it, and it's got some name guys on it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of people consider it one of his best uh, efforts. It's it's really really good. It's got um, "Peace Peace" on it is one of the great tunes on there that people fall in love with. I love that track. Um, and then we got some Youssef Latif, which I'm kind of excited about. This is one of the ones I might pick up that I haven't heard. It's called "Atlantis Lullaby" double LP live show, but it comes right at a time when he's like at his hottest, and it's a really good band. Um, I feel like I'm I want to pick up that Youssef Latif. Um, last record store day, we got the English beat. And that was one that I was excited about. Um, their first album, I just can't stop it, which was a double LP included B sides and some other stuff. And this record store day, they're doing their other album, Wappin, I guess is how you pronounce it. Um, W H E hyphen P P E N. Mm. And, uh, I'm actually excited about that. Um, I think that's going to be good. And then lastly, another just kind of a reissue is uh, Susie and the Banshees Nocturne double live LP. 
yeah, you can grab these anywhere, anywhere, but I, I don't have it yet. And so we'll see if the price is right. I might grab that one. But I think I'm most excited about um, Bill Evans and the Yusef Latif. I think those are going to be must-haves for me. And I'll be grabbing them at Jackpot. Boom. I like it. Now, Rojas, before we move on to you, I got to address one thing and I got to address another thing. The first thing is uh, PB Thal is asking me, I'm assuming, if there's any Adrian Adonis picture discs coming out. Uh, my understanding, uh, Patrick, is no. Um, I understand that there was work of a big boss man and one man gang, uh, seven inch, but apparently it didn't make uh, the cut in time. So probably look out for that uh, next record store day. And then Stunty has arrived. I want to make, I, w- I wish I had the trumpet, the stumpy trumpet, but he's, he's here to tell us, Jason. And I don't know if you want to comment on this. He said, I hear Ron DeSantis is banning refreshments from RSD waiting lines. Have, have you heard the same thing? This is pretty controversial. He can give you some alligator wine instead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jason Rojas, thoughts on the list? Uh, is it uh, is it a burner? Is it a turner, page turner? What do you think? Actually, I'm pleased with some of the stuff on there. You know, um, I would beware of anything pressed by Rhino because they'll claim it's limited edition. And then suddenly you're getting that Van Halen right here, right now again, you know, a couple months. I did see that. The the black, yeah, the black albums. Yes, I saw that. So beware, right? Um, I actually like the uh, Parliament. I think we talked about that before the show. That's amazing. Um, And it's amazing that you can get, it's a two LP and you can get the B-sides. That's pretty sweet. Um, Unlike the other Jason on the panel, I'm not really crazy about the jazz stuff anymore. I'm kind of backing off from those reissues. It's not my thing anymore. Um, but, uh, I think the parliament, the, there was like another one. I actually like Paramore, so I may get that. I thought and of you when I saw that, yeah, cause they are the official record study ambassador this year, Jason. I don't know if you knew that. Right. So if you're unhappy that you didn't get the title, you just blame them, you know? That's right. You go to their website and you just troll the shit out of them. That's exactly That's right. right. You know, <laughs> Gosh. Fuck you. Right. nice fuck you to have been. Um, there's Electra Fiction, which was an offshoot of Echo and the Bunnymen. Um, it was uh, Ian McCulloch and Will Sargent, who are the singer and the guitar player, respectively. That's cool that that's coming on vinyl, finally. So I'm probably going to pick that up. Um, probably picking up that Captain Beefheart because I love him. You know, most people don't. <laughs> well, that's too bad for them, I suppose. Uh that talk about the Beatles, that three-inch vinyl, I don't know about that, you know. Well, um, hang on. I'm, I got I got to get you off big status because I do know that there's somebody on the dais who is picking up that record player, and it's somebody close to you, Jason Rojas. His name is Arnaldo. He is, he is, he is going to be that consumer. So I think it's okay. I mean, I they, don't know. Okay, Jason, if it was a Paramore uh, three-inch – Vinyl uh, record player? Would you get it? Mastered by Kevin Gray. Right, Jose. If it was a Scarlett Johansson three-inch record player, that's only like one butt cheek. Come on, Jose. Don't don't fall for that trap. That's only one Scarlett Johansson butt cheek. Come on. I'm not. I'm not sexually attracted to Scarlett Johansson. I'm just. Jewish boy that likes you, you just like cake. Uh, I know Jose. It's I'm like my, my Jewish Jewish sister. Yeah. <laughs> she has that record every single stream, just at the ready. Yes. 
Yes. Because I'm still hurt that they didn't release that uh, record store day Black Friday the other day. What, what so happened? I, mean, in I wanted to add a couple more titles because now that I've looked okay. at it, this in, like all out of order. All right, our we're going to get the Polly Paul Shore right, Christopolis volume. Of course, one, right? of course, of course. I, I thought it was understood. We're all getting the Polly Shore. So, every, anybody getting the Dalai Lama vinyl? No, there's a Dalai Lama record. No, I don't want to. Yes. I don't want to bring religion into this. I was <laughs> but it, it, there is one. So, all right, Arnaldo, making you big. Hit, hit us with round two of your RSD right, takes. Round two. I talked about the David Bowie, um, the Gorillas, Cracker Island, which is a great record. Okay, yeah, we got uh, They're Mike coming out with the deluxe one. There you um, go. Yeah, Mike's got the spins. Is calling that one out too. Cracker yep. Island. Todd Rundgren, two um, LP. Todd. Um, the previous release, uh, reissues that have been done by Todd, uh, all, they're all like 50th anniversaries. They sound pretty good. Okay. Um, so may consider getting that, uh, there is a seven inch by queen cool cat. I think is worth getting the parliament. Like we discussed earlier, what else? Oh, uh, Kristen Hirsch on four AD. Um, going to be a 12p set includes also i think her ep as well as her album and something else 4ad was putting out something else um maybe someone here but another friend of mine said he was getting it uh gene clark no other sessions does sure. is anyone f familiar with that record not familiar yeah, I know I gene clark. okay so the person who recommended it was like I, I did not i did not think he would be the person who would suggest a gene clark um, the record, so now it's piquing my interest if he's recommending it. Um, oh, and then we can't say the word, otherwise, we're going to be cursing the next Neil Young record. I think, oh, hang on, so somebody in the gallery already lit this one up. Oh, Nathan Bouchard is using profanity, he says Neil yep. Young fucking up. So I think it's a, just a, a different color variant. Um, but I also downloaded the UK. Um, record store day, and I found a couple things that will not be offered here. All right. Um, that at least side, side note, I want to give Arnaldo props. He printed this all. This is true analog right here. He printed this all oh, yeah. out. So, well, I, I got to make my list. I got to mark things up, right? I'm, I'm old school. I'm with you. Uh, Walter's reminding me. Yeah, one 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 year I left it at home after marking yeah. it all up. Oh no! <laughs> I left it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, oh, when you're leaving, when you're leaving the house at like what five thirty? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you kind of like not fully awake. For so sure. I didn't see it on the U.S. list. Um, Cranberries, bury the hatchet is coming out. The complete sessions. Yeah, in yeah. The, I saw in that the UK, is it in the U.S. It's list? A, it's on the U.S. too. There was yeah. Okay, there was but a, I, I think the list that I downloaded because I did it exactly at 101 was incomplete and unsorted. And I don't see like also the Bill Evans you guys mentioned is not on here. The Yusef Latif is not on here. So I think they jumped the gun and they put up a, an incorrect version of the list. Anyway, um, then there's probably one of the best records that David Sylvian has put out in the last 15 years. Um, his collaboration called Nine Horses. Unfortunately, that's all only coming out in the UK, because I didn't see it on the US one. So if you guys have seen it, let me know. Um, and then there was something else that caught my attention. Oh, the, U the UK lists 
shows a John Lennon Mind Games 12-inch four-track EP on luminous vinyl. That's on here. It says colored vinyl. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, guys. I mean, my list sucks because they tricked me. Oh, they're doing a half-speed master double of Scott Walker's Tilt. Oh, yeah. I have that here. I wasn't going to show that. Okay. All right. So let's scratch all that out because I'm looking at the wrong list. The UK list was more complete than the US one when I downloaded it. The UK one has the photos of everything as well. Like the final Right, right. But Jose, did you find it on the US list? No, I found no, I found it on the UK one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm not there's also sure. there's also a uh for anybody that cares, there's uh Wicker Man, the the, the movie. They're yeah, doing, yeah, like, yeah. They're doing the covers from that songs and there's a Wicker Man EP. But this is the tilt the um, Scott Walker record, which if I don't know if anybody likes David Bowie, if he started doing PCP, this is probably it, and uh, and I love it, and uh, I don't know if no one's uh, listened to that one, I would suggest that one. I've sh I've shown it, Jose. You're late. Uh, all right. But, but there's a, there's a music von Harmonia. Uh, anniversary edition that's coming out, which is the original Harmonia uh, record and Tom reworks. No, seriously, that is probably one of the scariest records out. What? Which Tilt one? is probably oh. one of the scariest records ever. Define, what do you mean by scary? Is it something you don't listen to with the lights off? Or what do you mean scary? Yeah, I would say that. For real. Have no, you, I'm, I'm you, just asking. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Have you heard this one then? The other? The uh, Scott yeah, that, yeah. Well, I don't know. That one, I, I just find Tilt is way too scary. Uh, Beast Bosch, the other one as well. That those, those two No, are. that's crazy. I I heard that at a record store, Princeton Record Exchange, yeah. and Walter was Oh, P-Rex. Nice. And it was like, that is really out there, Beast Bosch. Baseball, I love it. I, the, the videos, if you have, if you don't get nightmares or whatever, <laughs> the videos for them are incredibly nice. I love those videos. They're horribly to watch. If like if you put that on at three a.m., you probably get some really cool nightmares. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd be remiss, Jose, uh, yes. since we're talking about scary things. I know Louis Golden is a big fan, or at least he he pretends to be a big fan of Witchfinder General has a new album coming out for Record Store Day. It's called Death Penalty. So I can only assume what oh, that's about. But there's uh, a there's a paranoid uh, Black Sabbath uh, uh, splatter vinyl on the UK one. If anybody, I haven't even looked at it. Oh, interesting. Okay. And if you're into more pagan stuff, there's a Wardruna album that's coming out. Um, Wardruna are great, by the way. Jose, do you know them? Yes. They're, I didn't see that. Uh, where is it? Yeah, it's it's in there. It's towards the end under the W. It's called. I want to open this one up to the dais. Is there oh, any? Pigs, 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 fans. There's a Chris Isaac. Oh, pigs, 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 pigs. That's that's a good band. Uh, Chris Isaac has one on the UK list. Yeah, that's on the US list. It's a complete uh, Sun Sessions. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I just mentioned. It. I don't. I don't actually know about that one. But uh, I <laughs> so think went to Sun. Well, well they, it, this goes back to what I said. The open about them recycling ideas because. A previous record store day, they did select cuts from his Sun Session. So we went down to Memphis, Sun Studios. He's a big fan of 
you know, what they put out out there. Obviously, did some covers, did Roy Orbison, uh, The Killer, uh, Elvis, etc. This is just the, the complete session. So, so the so they gave us an appetizer, what two record store days ago. Now they're hitting kind of what you said earlier, Jose. Now they're now they're just throwing the whole kitchen sink. They're like, take it now, please. So next year it'll be uh, the complete plus outtakes. Oh yeah, that's right. And B sides and uh, yeah, 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 demos. <laughs> there's a there's a garbage one. I don't like garbage, but somebody here probably likes garbage. Um, they have a they have one. I don't know if it was in the U.S. one. I'm looking at the U.K. one. I think it's bleed like me. It is no lie to me, lie to lie to me. Oh, lie to me, sorry. But bleed like me is also coming out. It's being reissued. Oh, all right. Yeah. There's uh, I mean, the Jeff Buckley one. Uh, we talked a little bit backstage, but I'm not a huge Jeff Buckley fan, to be honest. Like I, I think I've told it to Jason once that if he was still alive, if he re released more records, I probably got a little. Bored from his singing. Wow! Wow! Wait! Wait! To just tear up a dead guy, Jose. I That's I can't believe no, no, it. I will say that That's blasphemy, Jose. That is no, blasphemy. No, no, no. Respect the dead, Jose. You ever heard of that one? Come on now. But there's a there's a song, uh, Jeff Buckley and the what, what's the name of the singer of uh, Cocteau Twins? Elizabeth Fraser. Elizabeth Fraser. Have you ever listened to that song? I did. Song? It's on YouTube. Um, yeah, they were actually you know, dating before he died. Do you know the story about that song? I don't know the story. I only heard it. They they basically recorded this song together, and uh, she doesn't want ever ever to be released. But somebody got a hold of the the cassette and like digitalized it or whatever. And uh, but she, so every time she can, she goes to YouTube and like like knocks it down. Like she hates that it's online because it's a mm -hmm. song that he wrote with her for her during they were together it's a beautiful song so if yeah, i heard it I ever off on youtube but i heard it a long time ago yeah it's pretty good so Hang on, patrick's coming in hot at you jose he says don't sell yourself short jose you like a lot of garbage how do you respond to this <laughs> patrick are you being a troll right now come on Patrick's really coming in on the troll the troll situation i think i, I don't know what's going on here I know that there was competing pumping vinyls, and I got a nice nasty gram from, I guess, the real pumping vinyl, telling me uh, in, in in some colorful language what to do with myself. So just oh, really? now, just cool. now, live while we're on. Oh cool. yeah, yeah. I'm running a live stream, and meanwhile, I'm getting cursed out by somebody who's really upset about a fake account. I have nothing to do with. So awesome, thanks, Omaha's oh, finest. Thanks, boss. Nobody's going to give one. Who's also a moderator. Buddy. But uh, Monty Python live at Drury Lane, it's getting a 50th anniversary. So if anybody is a Monty Python fan as me, right? Fair enough. I, I, I well, before we move off this topic, I'm just going to share. I'm going to share some of my quick ones. Uh, Cover the Jose? Is no. Is it's negative. <laughs> negative. Negative. So. What oh, I saw of the cool. list, the ones that got me excited were uh, Dead by Sunrise, which is a side project that it was Chester Bennington. And it's a title called Out of Ashes. It was only pressed in the Netherlands. This came out like 2007. I'm making it up. So probably wrong. Chin check me in the comments. But uh, it's like it's going for like $400. So it is a very wow. collectible record. I bought it, I think, for like $80 years ago. 
limited press. My local had it, so I was really excited to pick that up. So they're making 7,500 of those. Uh, Spin said it earlier, the Bill Evans, I think. Usually these Bill Evans they've been putting out are the live recordings from like the Netherlands or Stockholm. And, and I've bought them, and I just – I mean, they're nice, but they're, they're things I really don't need any more of. So the fact that they're actually going to something that's catalog-based, I think I can work with that. Um, trying to think. The Pauly Shore, not on my list. I'm sorry to disappoint. <laughs> Come on now. They don't even have the album art for it, so I couldn't even get excited about, like, was it a vintage Pauly Shore picture when he had the hair and he was, like, 30 pounds lighter and not the Richard Simmons biopic <laughs> Pauly Shore. So, you know, I, I think soon. that every year I have, like, my list of things that I wish – they release, but uh, I think I've never like had a had one like that. I was wishing for a reissue, and it, it just doesn't happen. You know. Well, we talked about on the last show. It was kind of like right. wishful thinking. And I got to be honest, none of the, none of the things I was fingers and toes crossed happened. Now I did see they did another no, the new Pearl Jam album's coming out in April. Uh, if you're part of Ten Club, they already had that offered, and so I pre-ordered that. But then the one they're having for Record Store Day, I don't even know what color it is. It's like green. It looks like. Mucus. There's a photo on the UK one, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they, they had a photo on the website, too. I'm assuming it's the same one, but it's – I don't know. I, I, I'm glad at least here's something that's improved because usually they wouldn't announce this stuff until the event happened. So I'm glad 10 Club was in front of it, so I didn't actually buy both. I actually had a choice, so I appreciate that. So that's a step in the right direction. But that leads me to my last uh, piece on this before we move off this topic. Uh, what do you guys think is a step in the wrong direction I think we already touched on a couple of the picture discs, the live albums. What am I missing? What other things are like head, head scratchers on this? Jason Rojas, what do you think? Like I said, uh, anything that Rhino is putting out here, I watch out, you know, because when they say it's limited and they give you the number, but they have like a, like I said, it's a good 90% chance that they're going to repress that, you know? So when you're trying to race and buy that, you know, just think about that in the back of your mind, you know, like that Nuggets box set that came out last year. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And bought, bought that and then they re-released it, repressed it, you know, it, the same color and everything. Yeah. Well, you mean I like mean, you mean like the Macho Man it. record? <laughs> well, <laughs> it was released separately, right? No, they they had the box set available. Like it never really sold they out. Had, it sold out at oh. your local record store. You could buy it at Rhino. You know? Well, they they you know something I actually like is the when they do like the alternative takes that normally come only on CD, like replacements. They they did that for them, and the doors. I think the doors ones that were like without the overdubs. Those are pretty interesting releases. I don't know if anybody here has them, but. They released like um, what is it? Uh, the soft parade without the overdubs. It's really good, but it, they go for cheap. But uh, they thought that was pretty nice. They did it for the replacements. Please to meet me. They, they did like all the outtakes that only came because I bought the box set. Uh, it only came on CD. They put that CD on vinyl. So I eh, maybe, maybe a little gimmicky, but. But that, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. That they I don't want to see any more Pharaoh Sanders seven inch. I mean, his <laughs> his LPs are so scarce and expensive. 
I mean, come you know, on, man. Like, it, it put out the full album of some of this stuff and, it, you know, bring down the prices a little, make them available to the average consumer. You know, I, well, I, I think they uh, that Luca Pop reissue is like very affordable, like that, uh, the Pharaoh Indian navigation, that thing's worth a lot of money. Well, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that was like nice of them to do it. I mean, I don't know if you knew this, like I went to Den Bosch and thanks to Jose, like I sold that thing, you know, like I sold the original, you know, mm-hmm. for a lot of money. And that helped, you know, ease, you know, a lot of like, whatever, you know, like to buy more records, of course. But, uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to pick up that. I mean, I'd love for that record to be, you know, and, it, and now it's more plentiful. Like we're lucky, you know, you can get that now. And it's what, about between $50, $60 and you're getting the box set, you know, you get a picture of Pharaoh, you get the sheet music of Pharaoh. Like what, what else could you ask for? You know, now that's yeah, it's a great one. Work. I'll be picking well, up today. I'm glad that like acoustic sounds did um, karma, but I mean, other than that, there's so many good ones that, Unless I'm just not aware of them. They're, they're just not out there. But yeah, to your point, that was a good one that just came out. I didn't snag it, but it's on my list. I'm going to pick it up for sure. I, I don't know if anybody's... I now cry later. Don't throw away our next topic, Arnaldo. You, you and Jason are going to ruin the next segment. Jose, last word on this, and then we'll move to the next segment. We can't you know, hold back their excitement. The, just on the Pharaoh Sanders, I, I, I just... You know, their their uh, state is really active right now, and I hope they keep doing s- stuff like this. But yeah. there are some titles like Pharaoh Sanders' 90s releases. I don't know if you know about those, but those are incredibly nice. And some actually have vinyl releases, and they're pretty expensive. But, oh, uh, Spins, yeah. you've really pissed off Darren Record Hound. He says, you're bitching about a single? All caps. Single masters are rare AF. Uh-oh. Yeah, I got one seven inch. I got one seven inch in my whole collection, so I'm just not a seven inch. Guy. <laughs> really? And you oh, know, wow. and, and two, the other thing about this Pharaoh Sanders is that they're they're edited. They're, so they're you don't have edits. So you don't so have these like, incredibly these rare tunes, pictures. These but, are tunes that are like, sorry, but let me just. I gotta finish. I gotta defend myself. These are tunes that on the LP are, as you well know, on Pharaoh, they're like very long extended tunes, like 12, 14, 16 minute songs cut down to a seven inch, you know, so the, for what? So I can put them in my jukebox. So, <laughs> you know, a radio friendly like version that. of Pharaoh Sanders. Give me a break. I, I like seven inches. I, I, and that's why it also, it's a pretty interesting thing because it's a, uh, 20 minute song that gets cut down to two minutes, three minutes. I would check that out. I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> you know, the thing about 45s, they're cut like at a higher, you know, volume. So you could always crank them. I don't know if you knew this. So that's why some yeah. 45s are better than the album, right? Because the album, the 33, right? You're fitting like at least 15, 20 minutes per side. So you have to compress quite a yeah. bit, right? Now, sample, this, right? I get that. Really, I get that. Right. So then you're going to get this louder thing. I mean, that's why you have, you know, AP, you know, doing these UHQRs at 45 RPM, you know, buy now, cry later, you know, melt, you know. Music matters right here. 45 RPM. Beautiful, Wait, beautiful. Can I, can I just, can I just ask a question? How many times do you think I've cried now by later? How many All right, I, I can't hold the floodgates. We got to go to the next topic. I can. I simply cannot <laughs> hold back our panelists. They are even Jose is now piling on 
this next topic. And this will probably run us out for the pod version of the show. This is our second topic now that we've beat RSD up. In quotation marks, this will probably sell out. Paid promotion versus reviews in the vinyl community. Now, what this is about is, you know, the inducing of FOMO, the uh, you don't want to miss this, the uh, this is so great, don't miss it, et cetera, et cetera. Buy now, cry later, as Jose eloquently said a few times there. So I kind of want to get everybody's thoughts because this, at least in my impression, and maybe in your shared impression, has seemed to pick up a lot more momentum in the last couple of years that I've noticed of watching YouTube uh, for the last, I don't know, eight, ten years about records. Uh, Arnaldo, I see you got you got you got a little you got a little cheeky smile. You're ready. <laughs> what what what, are you, what is your take on this? I wouldn't call it a phenomenon, but it's just kind of like ingrained in, in the community now of the induced FOMO or don't miss it. What what do you think? Well. Okay, let's try to be politically correct here. I'm giving you the stage. This is your solo. Come on, rip it. I think that the viewers should not always take, you know, when people say, well, it was on the internet, you know, I saw it on the internet as if. <laughs> The internet has become the Bible. Yeah, we also hang right? on a second. I got to interrupt. We also saw the Chuck Berry PP tape that Jose indelibly <laughs> ruined in our brain at the one show. So anyway, I'm sorry. Which show? What? What? <laughs> Which PP <pee-pee> show? What? <laughs> so, just because someone has a channel, and I'm speaking for myself too, I don't know anything, right? Don't confide in me to be giving you know this godly advice on records or music or anything. Right. I don't know anything. So and that's where I go with taking like having take it with a grain of salt. Also, when I watch other channels and now that I've been watching a lot of other channels, seeing videos after video, knowing relationships that have been established between the more um, important or like the celebrity channels or the more established channels. And people in the industry, I start to question their objectivity. Yes. Um, because I've been following certain channels and I see how they've progressed, what they like. Some of them have a very vested and it's very obvious interest. They're retailers and <laughs> have been like they now have been elevated to be experts in everything gear. Uh, audiophile pressings, non-audiophile pressings. So now I feel like they ha- they they're aware of the power that they have in influencing people because they have a quite large audience that they start dealing, um, quoting someone else here on the panel in absolutes, right? Oh, Ooh, hang on, hang on. Absolutes. What are you talking about here? So that's all I'm saying is like one of the latest videos. Um, hang on, we were on absolutes. We need to, anyway. One of the latest videos that I saw was talking about a recent reissue, which I read other reviews about it initially and they were saying wow they really messed up the artwork 
it's almost like a photocopy compared to the MoFi version. And the vinyl doesn't sound that great. This is not a great recording. Talking about the undercurrent. Bill Evans, yep. Yeah. And I have—I don't have the MoFi version. I have the Pure Pleasure version. I don't know if you guys have it. Um, and the person that was doing the review was comparing the MoFi to the newest one. And the newest one was like, oh, my God, this blows it, the MoFi out of the water. Just look at the jacket. It's just amazing, the reproduction of the jacket. I'm like, wait, someone else called out that the jacket didn't look very good. <laughs> um, so and then I even chimed in with a comment a few days ago. I was like, do you have the pure pleasure one, which technically is also an all analog? Mm -hmm. I never got a response. So I guess, you know, they don't feel important enough to respond uh, to their viewers when they question someone's you know, judgment on something, someone's opinion on something, which is totally fine, you know? Uh, but if you have another consumer that is interested in buying the product and seems may have one, yep, that's true. Yeah, KRWD is saying, seems like everyone is running to grab as much of the VC buyer money as they can. Right, and so I, it's I the season of the VC grift, you know, that's what I'm calling it. You know. <laughs> right, but the VC has only so much money to spend, right? We don't have endless pockets. But Arnold, I guess at one point we start to wisen up and we say, okay, hold on a second. How many times do they have to redo these jazz titles? How well, many we times? Hit on this. Right? So <laughs> we hit on they this can't all be great. Ago. They can't all be the best one because it always seems that the latest one that's available is always the best one. But you're not you're not buying. What, what's wrong with you? You got to. You know, you got to listen. You know, when it says 180 gram <laughs> master, out there? high professional, you know, some other. <laughs> is that a, is that a ransom note? What is that, Jason? Do you have a ransom note? On jacket, you know. I mean, jacket, baby. You know, triple A, you know. Jeez, like, come on now. Take my money. Right. Like height. You didn't buy I'm going to go height. buy that shit right there. You know, let me drink that triple A snake oil. Put it all, pour it all over me. Yeah. You remember when the hype sticker, the hype stickers just called out the songs? Now, now they're literally like a like a recipe, like grandma's cinnamon buns of that's everything right. that's in there, right? I mean, what when did this happen? I mean, we yeah. talked about it before, Chance. Who the hell knew who these people were cutting these records that are now like celebrities? <laughs> and you see <laughs> the name on the cover. It's like, oh my God, oh, who's the band? What's the record? I don't know, but it's Kevin Gray. That's all that matters. It's like, what? Kevin so, Gray can't even check his own mail anymore. I don't know if you guys knew that. He literally yeah. has to hire somebody to walk out to his mailbox. I'm just kidding. Yeah, full entourage. Right, right. So, I mean, there's this like, you know, this thing, you know, absolutes, of course, and then sort of praising, you know, blindly this VC wishful thinking and, you know, praising these mastering engineers, you know. It's really about the music, you know. I hate to go stupid here, you know, but you're either going to like this pressing, you know. I'll, I'll quote Nathaniel Mars here, like, the best pressing is the one you have. Right. Right. Nothing else. In our, you, know? you don't have to be persuaded by, you know, all these other channels, you know. Um, I think somebody said it on your chat, you know, somebody was saying, you know, like, listen for your, I think it was Record Hound, listen to it for yourself. You make the call, you know. That's here it is. Yeah, is this one record down? Take every review with a grain of salt, then think critically for yourself. 
Um, I think it's good feedback. Jose, what do you think on this one? You've been, you've been, you've been ominously quiet on this one. What do you think? Um, I've always said that I don't particularly give a fuck <laughs> what, what people suggest to me sometimes here because I actually do think reasonably like, well, I already have that. For example, I, I will say that uh, sometimes you want to get the best version of record you love. That's fine. But if you don't really need it, if it's if, if your record you already have sounds good, unless it's like, I don't know, I don't know. It just, I just, I just feel, it feels weird to me that sometimes every week there's a new artist that before it seemed nobody gave a fuck about. And then, for example, like I remember specifically when everybody was really wanting that uh, sweet, sweet R. Pepper record. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The RSD, the mono cut. Yes, yes. I'm not a jazz fanatic myself. I, I like free jazz and stuff, but but I had never heard that man's name. And all of a sudden, people were like, like, grabbing by the throat, like, you have to buy this crap. It was, re- I don't I, I don't know. So sometimes I just take it with a grain of salt, what people tell me. But I do think it's a little weird when you hear, buy that cry letter and the fucking thing is like 15,000 copies that's like no my guy like that's like a week's worth of potatoes here so or one or one or when it gets changed or when the listing gets yeah. changed to limited stock Ooh, uh. <laughs> i've seen stuff in the limited hashtag stock marketing status. hashtag marketing yes. limited stock status yeah. for over a year <laughs> what is considered limited so on on that one, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pile on a little bit. Now I like acoustic sounds. They've gotten plenty of money from me. They're gonna continue to get plenty of money from me. But let's. I want to point out the Bill Evans box set, the Riverside box set that they repressed, and they had RTI do it because they they had like a capacity, right? I'll never forget a year ago. Chad Cassim was on one of the shows. I don't know where it was. Might have been his own YouTube channel, and he said, "You better hurry up." This will sell out. We're running low. I would I would invite anyone watching or anybody watching the replay, go ahead and go to my website. It's still available right now. <laughs> when I close my eyes, it's like he's right in front of me, dude. <laughs> Again, I, I, I enjoy the guy. I'm just having fun with it. But it's true, right? You have to, especially a $900 purchase. I mean, that's that's not monopoly money. That's like real deal. That's a car pay, that's plus car payment. That's a mortgage payment. I mean, that's. That sounded yes. like sounded like the guy from uh, Tyra Banks, America's Next Top Model. What was the guy's name? <laughs> Jose, Jose. In fairness, you do a better Chad Casm than I do. It, it, I I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, daddy. Hey, but you know, I I mean, my my thing with the the VC is like, I don't know, man. It's just the titles. It's just the same ten artists. I I don't I don't I don't I don't I I I just wish. You, you remember that that time that uh, Chad was like up against a, an imaginary wall, saying that he fuck Pharaoh Sanders. I'm never gonna press Pharaoh Sanders, and then he did, and everybody was like, "Well, can he do it again?" But with like Alice Coltrane, can he please do it like again, like one more time, please? Because I love those titles, but it just seems that uh, the audience, when they are asked 
what they've never asked what to what they want. It's always like, hey, John Coltrane, look, everybody, everybody wants this John Coltrane record. Jose, you, you took the words played. out of my mouth because now this week it was announced. Vinyl me, please, officially. It's an eight disc box set of a Love Supreme again. And not only that, you can buy 24 by 36 of the album, The Gatefold artwork, for $80 if you're a member. Yeah. You can buy a photo, <laughs> an exclusive photo. I mean, they're throwing all the kitchen sink at this. So I, uh, my, I mean, look, I love, I like the record a lot. I don't think it's his best one. I would say that. I don't think it's the best free jazz record at all. I, again, I, I I'm a big, uh, Pharaoh Sanders. And so I think that that guy outsmoke him any day of the week. Alice wow. did as well. Again, Jose, Jose is he? He's not holding back on the dead guys. No, he's just killing him right yeah. now. Again, killing, him all, killing John Coltrane all over again. Jose, thanks. Yeah. No, go, I, Jose. I like him. I like him. I just don't think. Look, this Sony Sharrock. <laughs> <laughs> Should I get some their records out and then just cream nice. these guys? So. I, I, no, wait, but I'm just gonna say, like, I, I just. First of all, with that vinyl me please one, it's how many? How many? It's eight discs, but I think it's like five different co covers or something like that. Why did they they printed out all those different the same cover? They just changed the the text. Why couldn't they put something else? Like how fucking hard it is to put something else? Like I, I don't get it. Like just I don't I don't get it. How how next week. Next week, BMP are going to hire Jose, and then he's going to take back everything he said on this. <laughs> I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here, like, hey, man, you know, God, please doing the best thing. Right, right. He's like, oh, man. I man, was watching YouTube the other day, and there was this brown guy named Josie, and this guy was trying <laughs> to make fun of me and my business. And I'll tell you, Josie, not yeah. going to happen. I'm from Louisiana, brother. Well, no, <laughs> Supreme was my favorite record. <laughs> no, and that's fine. I like it. I just, I just think it's like oversaturated with that record. Just move on. He had great other stuff, like even Giant Steps. Like even that's become underrated. Yes, you know, because there's like there's only 150 copies from the last four years that have been pressed, and the other ones has like 1,000. So poor, poor uh, Giant Steps. So that's mm -hmm. my 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 thing. It's like just. Just do something like like try it just at least once because even the the craft uh, one steps they are so boring. I don't know who collects them, but I, that, st those I are, stopped. I stopped. I stopped on the one steps. I mean the Yusef Latif one. I think that, that was, but they're doing what Black Moses? What are they doing? Uh, hot butter soul. I pre yeah, hot butter soul. Yeah. I mean that's a great record because but, I don't have it. That's why I pre ordered. Well, that's don't a have great it. reason. That's a great reason. But it's just. <laughs> Again, if you want to do I like Arnaldo, if you don't have it, right? Now that's my philosophy. If I don't have it and it comes out in an autofile version, I'll get it. Right. That's fair. That's fair. If I like I mean, it, I like the record. I, this one's pretty good, by the way. The, the, but the but I am draw I am drawing the line to the double forty five. I don't know mm -hmm. how many of the double forty five I really need to have. So I'm actually doing a shootout, right? Per, per, exactly what we're talking about. I'm going from the class. I'm doing Eric Dolphy's Out to Lunch. I'm doing classic 
I'm going 77 Japanese press. I'm going 66 U.S. pressing, and I'm going 45 RPM. I've already done the the listening. I already have my notes. It's very surprising. I don't want to give it away because you know I'm sure there's so many people watching right now. They're gonna to want to watch this video, <laughs> but um, it is surprising. Okay, we call this the yeah, Eric Dolphy Hour, actually, Jason. So you don't want to ruin. Yeah, okay. Let me uh, give, give give me some space. No, but um, you're right, man. And the thing is, it's so easy, I think, to begin to get sucked into the gravitational pull of that stuff because you get one and it's kind of like, I picked up another one, Music Matters, one of the Hank Mobley's. It's beautiful, but it's like, um, and it was one I didn't have. Like, I'm not going to go out and just grab this stuff, you know, as a, as a tenth. I very rarely do I have multiple copies of any records. But some of it was kind of an experiment. I want to know, like, okay, is this stuff that much better? That's why I was doing the shootout, and I was very surprised. So it's kind of like – Now, you know, do you love that record? I love that record. Oh, I got the poster right there. It's like my favorite jazz album. That's why I got it. So no, so if it's not one of your favorite, right, and you buy additional copies because you're curious – do you get rid of the one that the inferior copy and keep the better one? Yeah, I do. What's funny about, um, it, you know, some of this too is that because I'm not someone that owns a lot of pressings, I want to know for myself, mm -hmm. like, because yeah, it's not just the whole audiophile. Let's go out and get the 45 RPM music matters or the UHQRs. It's also only by the originals, especially in jazz, right? It's like, you have to have the original. The original is going to be the best version. So that's why I went out and got the Dolphy, early Dolphy, because I, you know, I want to know for myself, like, is this stuff, what is the difference? Is it dramatic enough to feel like, oh, I have to have an original, I have to have a 45 RPM and all this stuff. So anyway. But did Ru do you think Rudy Van Gelder really would have cut the record back then? <laughs> the way he cut it if he had today's technology? No, 100% no. Well, then what do you need the original for? Find out soon. Coming to a video wow. screen near you. Wow. <laughs> Jason, in the, it, Jason, in the end, what, it's what you like. If you like the original because you like that sound, then that's that's. Don't let anyone tell you that you should have this one because they so think you know, it's better. Just so you know, that's where I'm coming from, and I'm, I'm assuming nobody on this panel seen my videos. But my whole point is to whoa, like get people. Fire, the, well, okay, okay, okay. Concert buddy, concert buddy. I've seen, I've seen your videos, but really, my whole thing is to like you know show people like, hey, you can spend thirty bucks on a record and be very, very happy with it. Whether it's and we talked about it before, right? Like, okay, am I going to go out and buy the latest, greatest thing? Turns out, though, that like these classic series um, Blue Notes that are coming out, extremely affordable Blue Note records are actually really good. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not telling people to go out and buy them. But mostly I'm just saying, like, do you need the 45 of this? Do you need an original or can you get by with this one? You know, and so that's kind of where I'm coming from. Well, I think there's like a lot of like wishful thinking, you know. Rudy Van Gelder, you hear these stories like that he wasn't cutting from the tape. How do you know that? It's the mythology. The mythology is now part right, of the right. selling, right? Right. And then you're saying, you know, people say, now I'm generalizing here, Kevin Gray, like he's getting more out of the tape. Like, really? How how is this? And he's not telling you Squeezing. how he's doing that. Is he squeezing? You know? <laughs> this is me, you know. 
you can actually look up today, you know, if your internet, it doesn't even have to be internet savvy, use Google. There's like a whole website dedicated to what Van Gelder did, you know, he was cutting from a scully, you know, like, come on, you know, um, I've had, I had a friend tell me like he recently, we have like another mutual friend who owns a scully, you know, lathe, right? So he, he cut the record and then he was like, you won't believe this. It sounds like a Van Gelder. I was like, you're joking. So you're saying that the sound is coming from the scully lathe, like the way you cut it? It's like, yes. I'm like, oh, that's (laughs) – I I had a hard time believing it. I was like, I have to go there and see it for myself and hear it for myself, you know? Then I'll know. So, I mean, all these these branding and stuff like that, like you could buy into it if that's what you want, you know? Um, But I'm like, I'm very happy that you're doing the comparisons, you know? I think more people should if they have the chance – and then decide for themselves, you know? Um, and that was like the thing, like before, I think like a week or two weeks ago, I put those audio files of the television Marky Moon, of that Rhino uh, hi-fi on the Hoffman forums, and that made people mad, you know? And right, I, right, right. Very I couldn't understand why they were mad, because I was like, what do you mean? Like, can't you hear what I'm hearing? And then I realized some people couldn't, and then if I had to describe it for them, then I was shaping their opinion, and I didn't want to yeah. do that. Well, you know? then they're mad because it's like, well, if you have to describe it, then if it's not obvious, then how can it be, you know what I mean? Like there's some fish oil or whatever you want to say to smoke and mirrors to it sure. if you have to describe it that hard. But you're right, and I think everyone, I think we're all on the same page in, in the sense that like, look, there are some people that just want to have an original because – the yeah. smell of it. it. Someone else from the 60s held it and bought that thing. And it's cool it's to the, have it. It becomes the artifact. Correct. Exactly. Which so, means I mean, it's less about the sound, right? Because people are like, this is a G plus, but check it out. It's so beautiful. It's original. Like I get that from like a historical <laughs> standpoint, but are you really getting, you know, and I, I guess I'm not picking a side, like, but you're right. There are just different kinds of collectors, you know, like to me, when people say like there was not enough bass on those blue notes or prestige records, and I'm like, what made you decide that there should be more bass on that damn record? Like, <laughs> right, 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 yeah. You know? Did you did you want to go back in that, you know, your flux, you know, use your time machine, your flux capacitor, what's, what's your capacitor? Blue, and you know, turn up that bass for Rudy, you know, so then your you know, your needle would jump, you know, like I you know, we can't say we were not there, you know, that's how the record was, you know, I'm not saying it has to be like that forever. It doesn't because you have so many versions now of it, you know, right. now, and that's the thing, like, I was making a point on like previous chances channel that got, you know, some people very mad at me, like as challenging their business connections, you know, Jason, remember the saying, there are no bad pressings unless it's a four man Guys with beards. Four guys with beards are all bad. That's her. Jose has never said a more truthful thing. <laughs> if it's a four, four motherfuckers with beards, then it's shit. It's like, I don't want to wake up tomorrow with, you know, broken records in my bed, like in a horse's head. Wow. Like, wow. Wow. like, if these people, I mean, other channels are promoting all these reissues, like, perhaps they have business connections and they don't want to lose that. We're affecting that. It's a business at the end of the day, right? They want to sell more records, you know? Of course, some channels have been, I guess, co-opted, maybe, you know? Right. Now, if I'm not here tomorrow and something happened to me, now you know. 
There's proof. I think, Jason, you hit the nail on the head, too. And that's something that I think when you're close to something like this, it can be easy to kind of lose sight of. Is yeah. that it's a business. People, they're going to keep pressing these things as long as we keep buying them. Next year, they're going to do a new version. It's going to be 5% better or whatever shtick they're going to use, pressed by so-and-so at this, you know, and everything. And it's like, of course, they're trying to make money. So, you know, but the wise collector is going to be alert to that, right? Ho- hopefully, you know, I, you know, I don't know. Anyway, we're probably all saying too much. I'm going to end up with a horse head in my bed too, but it's Listen, like, I don't want to get anybody killed. Day, day, it's a right. Tomorrow, both wanna... Jasons are dead. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> we two Jasons today, zero Jasons forever. So that's probably a good, a good way to kind of close this part of the, the, the pod, the, the show. We're going to wrap it up and then we'll do the freestyle. So we ran a little long, so apologies for that. But I want to thank my guests lively conversation both on record store day and the the art of the influencer if you will i want to thank my guests uh we'll start with the jasons because they may not be here in a week so jason (laughs) spins vinyl i I hope to see you next week when we live stream thanks for joining us sir man this was super fun i appreciate it jason rojas again hopefully you know i'm trying i might come to austin in the spring i'm working it out so i really hope you're there and not uh you know in a horse head uh pillow situation so thanks for joining us sir thank you jose moreno ron fired up some you ruffled some feathers in the chat i saw so thank you for doing that we need need to hold everybody accountable jose thanks for joining us thanks Thanks, and arnaldo my man brought his papers did his homework he was ready did the damn thing, as they like to say. Arnaldo, the channel is Fidelius underscore frequency. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Chance. Always great to hang with you guys. And that was another trip around the turntable. Thanks for listening to Vinyl Community Podcasts.